0: Algar
1: Productions. Productions.
0: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Episode 3, Pretty Poison, and The Underdwellers with Mark Bosco.
1: Hi, friends. We You are here in an exciting time because we have our fir- very first guest on this show.
2: Welcome, Bob. <coughs> yes, Bob.
1: Hi. Hello. I am here. I feel welcome. Yes. Good. Good. You should be. <laughs> I believe you were our first guest on the Post-Atomic Horror as well, weren't you? Was I? I, I uh, don't even know. I think so, yeah. I think so. I'll take your so. word for it. Tri-
2: and Espy, oh, right. now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Just... Uh,
1: Hmm, I need a guest. Oh, I know. One of the people I have known for the longest. He'll <laughs> do it. The inaugural guest. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and weirdly enough, for the third week in a row, we have a, a, a pretty well-written, very like polished and, and visually pretty episode, and then kind of a dumb one.
2: <laughs>
1: Seems to be how the show rolls so far. Yep.
2: <laughs> a masterpiece of the art form and the sewer king, who uh-huh. is also here. Yeah.
1: So Matt, when you you know more about this kind of thing than I do, mm-hmm. when they talk about the Rogues Gallery, mm-hmm. is he in that? No. Because technically, technically, he's a guy who dressed up in a costume and didn't use his real name mm-hmm. and had an evil scheme. How does that not make him a rogue?
2: I mean, it makes him a rogue. It doesn't make him a good one.
1: Also, the way <laughs> he's dressed is like the first word that comes to mind is rogue, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. It's just a fucking Victorian, like, he should be tying someone to the railroad track.
2: Really? Because the first word that I thought of was fop.
1: Yeah, huh. okay. Also good. But but he's an evil fop, which I think is a rogue. He's a, he's a very minor
3: work of art in the Rogues Gallery. One uh, well, of those tiny like five the, by five inch paintings.
1: In the children's wing of the Rogues Gallery? <laughs> I,
2: I, I hope not. He's the, Exit through the gift shop. You can buy him on the way out. Uh-huh. But don't. <laughs> Nobody does. I shall uh. never go home with anybody. <clears throat> my
1: home is where people
2: poop. <laughs> <laughs> Behind a big door with my initials on it, so everyone knows what that I live there. What a great oh, character boy. I am. Uh-huh. BM <laughs>
1: <laughs> The Booerming? Ming <laughs> That's right. Uh, but before we get there, we do have the as as Matt says, masterpiece of of the art. We might be a little overselling. It's just
2: it's, it's just a good episode.
1: It is it is quite a good episode. Mm. Bob, why don't you tell us what happens in Pretty Poison? I
3: will do that. We begin with Harvey Dent and Bruce breaking ground on the new Gotham Penitentiary, and Pamela Isley digging up and rescuing an endangered rose from the impending construction. Cut to five years later and a convict is escaping from the very same penitentiary. Batman catches the criminal while Pam and Harvey wait for Bruce in a restaurant. Bruce eventually shows up. They have a lovely dinner. Pam puts on her poison lipstick, plants one on Harvey, and Harvey takes a nap in his chocolate mousse. Harvey's rushed to the hospital and Batman figures out that the poison is from the Rosacea Volaris, the wild thorny rose, which has been extinct for those same five years. Or has it? Batman has a hunch that it's related to Pam because she's a botanist, I guess, and goes to check out her giant greenhouse where she talks to her plants and plays music for them like Hollow Notes Man Eater. <laughs> Coincidentally, Batman is trapped by Pam's giant Venus flytrap or should we call her Poison Ivy? Ivy, who has now changed into her Poison Ivy Bustier for dramatic reasons, accuses Harvey of murdering the rose species that wasn't murdered at all because she saved it, and tries to plant a big, wet one on Batman as well. Batman eventually stabs his way free from the flytrap, fly sets a bunch of plants on fire, and holds the rose hostage in exchange for the antidote. So, in the end Harvey's okay and Pam is in jail where she says my quote
0: they can bury me in the ground as deep as they like but I'll grow back we always grow back don't we baby
1: very good mm-hmm. I I have to ask is plant one on batman plant a big one on batman is <laughs> that a uh, is that a pun it is Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is this is one of the big ones in the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Another
2: fine uh, Batman: The Animated Series uh, origin episode. Yeah, but possibly the I mean, first one.
1: I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Unless yeah, you we didn't, didn't get break. one for Joker,
2: right? Yeah, and Man Bat just—I I mean, I guess that was his origin, but he's Man Bat,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> And what was the other one? I can't believe we've only done six of these, and I already forget. Oh, God. Uh, there was another one, and it was good uh, last week. There was uh, a Joker episode that wasn't very good, and then there was one that was. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. Just Just completely already <laughs> forgetting. And it
2: definitely <laughs> existed. And
1: everyone's, like, screaming at their players right now, because they, they remember. Uh-huh. I just, uh, mm. it was good. Sure. But, yeah, I, I, I mostly... Go control, Scarecrow. Like, yes, thank you. Uh Yeah, we got his origin story. Yeah. We got his origin story very clumsily narrated by himself, come to think. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Otherwise, pretty good story. Mm-hmm. But, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, this uh, one was but, better.
1: Yeah, it was. Like, there were there were a few problems with her, but overall, you I know, mean, pretty you know, solid I'll, showing, I would say.
2: I definitely prefer it to her going, well, first, I dug up a rose, and then five years later, I tried to kill that guy. The end. <laughs> well, <laughs> Nigel, you might be wondering.
3: <laughs> Although I d- I didn't notice until we were we rewatched it this morning and Al pointed out her like baby talk, <laughs> her sultry baby talk, and I didn't really notice that at the end. Oh yeah, before her, I was her, like mm, a rabbit voice. That is kind of the annoying. Thing is,
1: I liked that when she was seducing Harvey. Mm-hmm. I liked because she's got a PhD in botany, and it's kind of a misdirect on top of just being sexy, like. Mm-hmm oh, I'm just a dumb girl who will poison you with my PhD mastery of plants. Right. But then when Batman shows up and she has her baffling costume reveal, she's like, (laughs) yeah, she's like, okay, Batman, now I'll kill, like,
2: what? why do you still sound like Marilyn Monroe? I think that goes away eventually.
1: It definitely does. Either they change voice actors or this one realizes she shouldn't always do that.
2: But yeah, it's kind of weird. Just, yeah. Although, it's also kind of Poison Ivy-ish. How do you mean? She's always been like that sort of, like... Like, she's always had that sort of femme fatale thing going on.
1: No, again, when she's doing the femme fatale thing, I like that. But after... Like, when she's screaming about her her greenhouse being on fire, (laughs) she shouldn't be doing it in a breathy baby talk voice. Oh, no,
2: someone set my greenhouse on fire. My roses. (laughs) Okay. okay. And my weird giant man-eating plant Uh uh-huh i i
1: really like um i've mentioned before the the harley quinn show that's on now it's Mm, it's mm. definitely not for kids bam pow but also um uh their their take on ivy is great because the legion of doom thinks she's like a top tier villain like because she's got a pretty amazing power Mm. and she's like why do you people think i'm a villain i'm just trying to help the environment i'm not like you (laughs) murderers at all Mm -hmm. And looking at her through that lens, like, yeah, she does some, some, you know, terrible things, but, uh, you know, her heart's in the right place.
2: Yeah, she likes plants. Hmm. Yeah. I respect that.
1: Yeah. Although it does make me wonder how this rose that was so endangered there was only one of them left managed to grow on some garbage island in Gotham City of all places. Yeah, there's
2: a couple of holes in this one.
1: Yeah, I don't really care. They're I'm also just, you know...
2: I I'm pretty sure if you're gonna build a big boat shaped prison, you have to first check to make sure there's no endangered like wildlife plants or fossils in the area. I think that's the thing.
3: <laughs> I, uh, in Gotham maybe not. <laughs>
2: there's also well, the start maybe... of the great Batman villain, the fossiler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean blathers? <laughs> what? Uh, I have the to stop the now. owl an animal crossing who buys fossils off of you and oh. will not shut up about them. Oh, I have no. to
2: stop the new the new villain in town. Every,
1: <laughs> everyone is obsessed with that game right now. Uh, that's because we're all trapped indoors <laughs> and it is an activity that never ends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason it's not even that much fun. It's just it's ongoing. I gotta
2: pay my uh, I gotta pay my rent to this raccoon.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> He's the real villain and don't let's never forget that. <laughs> But I don't know, like, maybe maybe it's too dry and, like, boring for a kid's cartoon, but maybe what Harvey did was worse than build a prison there. Maybe he also cut some corners and, like, like hid the ep, like, cheated the EPA mm. test or what, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like in the comics, I could see them taking another beat to say, like, yeah. there, there are laws about this, and you broke those laws, and you're supposed to be a lawyer? You know, that kind of thing. I'm pretty yeah.
2: sure Harvey's got to be a pretty clean-cut guy so that, like when half his face explodes, you know, it's more tragic. Actually, no, the one of the things I like about their take on him is
1: he's always got that dark side. He's probably got at the time they called it multiple personality disorder, now they call it what dissociative I think that's right, yeah. something. Um, but he's it, it's already in there is my point. He's already got the dark side and it comes out when his face gets scarred. It's not just like a sudden mm-hmm. thing, but mm-hmm. But I like that Harvey's around right now.
2: It's really good setup.
1: Yeah. I like that he's a friend of Bruce mm-hmm. and you see like it it makes his like tragic fall that much more tragic because oh, this is a guy we've seen a few times yeah. and Bruce knows him. He's his friend. Mm-hmm. Like that's that sucks. So, it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, well, Matt, we already talked about your bad thing, so let's just let's just kick off there.
2: I don't really understand why Pam chooses to dress as Poison Ivy if she's just planning to poison harvey and then maybe bruce wayne later like Mm -hmm. it feels like it'd just be easier to you know poison them both then again this is the kind (laughs) of picking at that scab kind of ruins the entire superhero thing
1: (laughs) yeah and you know by this point you can use like i've seen savvy writers say look once one or two maniacs do it Mm -hmm. everyone's like oh i want to be like that guy well,
3: maybe it's not like a specifically a poison ivy costume. Maybe that's just like her loungewear.
1: She
2: just I enjoys mean, wearing it. I mean, well, fair.
1: It's very hot in a greenhouse. You have to keep it very warm for like the orchids and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know.
2: I don't guess know. I'll change into my bathing suit. <laughs> I,
1: like she's she's a beautiful woman with a sort of a breathy baby voice whose name is Pam. Mm-hmm. I feel like she wants to be taken seriously, and <laughs> getting the PhD didn't do it. And she's like, what else can I do? Well, I guess in this town you gotta put on a costume and murder people. All right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's no there's no way to get people to take you seriously more than putting on a bathing suit. But
1: to her, that's the costume. Mm-hmm. Like this is what okay. I had around. It's green. It's on brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's got little leaves. I
2: had to leaf yeah. up these uh these uh these gloves a bit, but otherwise I'm good to go. Yeah.
1: Plus, she put a tiny little uh, crossbow on her wrist. I, so I, I do like her tiny you know. crossbow.
3: Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like that it's a crossbow and not just like a magic shooting thing.
1: Yeah, I like whenever we can see how something works. Yeah. And it's not just like, you know, it's a cartoon, whatever. She shoots stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: Pew, pew. <clears throat>
1: Although, I think if they had been like thorns instead of uh, arrows. That oh, might have been yeah, that's probably. better. Good idea. Maybe next time. <laughs> I don't think it's my idea. I think I got it from a later episode of the series. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, apart from the like and the model that I mean, her 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 drawing of her is very sexy. And yeah. that doesn't bother me. But the everyone staring at her ass as she leaves the restaurant is a little like, okay. yeah, that was a little weird. But otherwise, like I get her playing it up, and I get her like you know all of that kind of makes sense. Sure, so, hmm. Hmm. you get at least partial credit. Like I was. Definitely noticing in the last four episodes, uh, how almost no women there are in the show so far. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's nice, like, yeah, maybe this one is all about the sexuality, and maybe we need to like do a little better, but it's it's a start. Mm. Plus, my good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh this episode marks the first appearance of Renee Montoya. Yes. Who is if you if you haven't seen the series, if you don't know, you might not understand why that's significant yet. But we will later discover she is, I, Matt, did you coin this phrase or did Amanda, uh, the only good cop in Gotham?
2: Oh, God, I don't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that comes from, from way back. Yeah. Uh, she is already a better better as a uniformed officer than Bullock is as a full detective, and she doesn't even have all that much to do in this one. Mm. But we will gradually see her become more important, and it's nice. Oh, hey, another, another named female character who speaks. Like, yeah. We're... It's gonna take a while, but we're getting there. That's so.
2: quite an evolution cons- I just watched the Birds of Prey movie yesterday, which she is in. Uh-huh. That's quite an evolution, I gotta say, over about twenty uh, years.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. Like you might be able to get away with like almost no dudes in that
2: movie. There were almost no yep. all all the dudes <laughs> in that movie were bad guys. Good. Yeah. That Fuck movie's really a lot of away. fun, actually. It's a really good movie. <laughs> you yeah. might have to see that. I've Hardly heard, recommend.
1: I've, I've heard wildly mixed things because I hear like from people I trust, like you guys, mm-hmm. that it's fun, and then I've heard from a couple of other people I trust that it's
2: terrible. So, like, yeah, mm. that get, that movie was fun as hell. All right.
1: Yep. Okay, so speaking of Bullock, this yeah. is actually sort of Bob and my bad thing. Mm. Bob, you go first.
3: um Well, you were you were comparing Montoya to Bullock favorably, mm-hmm. and, and I was thinking, wasn't Bullock a smart detective just a few episodes ago? <laughs> It mm-hmm. felt like, you know, in that, uh, I I did, you know, preparing for this, I, I did watch up to this point with you guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, that first episode, he was a, a character who was both on the right side of the law, mm-hmm. et, but yet opposed Batman's vigilante tactics. It seemed like that was a great opportunity
1: for interesting character yeah, it's, conflict. It's a good antagonist when you can see where he's coming from and he's not yeah. evil, he, you know. So, I don't know, it's sad to lose that i guess
3: there's yeah. just not enough time in these short episodes to expand on that and mm-hmm.
1: so they just turned him into a buffoon i don't and know I guess so, feels weird like, this this actually that was my good thing in that episode because yeah i remember him mostly being this version but <laughs> it's nice that the guy who's against batman isn't just a joke sometimes mm-hmm. he's got a point like right. it, it, commissioner he's not a he's not an officer he shouldn't be You know, there's due process and there's 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 laws, you know. Right. But in this one, uh, this is my bad thing because it's it's just the the overt sort of comedy bumbling fat cop who likes donuts. Yeah. Yep. Pretty bad. And the only the only explanation I can think of is maybe because it's a poison ivy episode and they were going for low hanging fruit. (sighs) Oh. Oh come on! When we get to Bob's good thing for the next one. You can't groan at mine and then celebrate his. They're equally <laughs> right. bad.
2: Come on, Harvey. We gotta go. We gotta go save the DA. Yeah, but right after this here jelly donut, how's about foist? <laughs> I mean, he does it at least twice. He might do it yep. three times. Just, I think it's like, just like, twice, but still,
1: it's like they linger on him while oh, yeah. he runs back for a donut. Uh uh-huh. huh. Hey, fat cop. Huh. huh? Uh, God. <sighs> I think it depends on who's writing him, though, because mm. I like, I remember there being some sympathetic Bullock episodes, and like I think you know. There's only at this point two named cops, so uh, either you create a new one or you use the one you got for whatever the story needs. You mm-hmm. know, I, I kind of understand. Sure, that. but uh, it's just unfortunate. Jeez, dick. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh. So let's do some good things. Yeah. What do you got? Uh. I
3: love. There's some really great kind of just showy cinematography in this episode. Mm-hmm. I know it's animated but you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh just like this uh the very first shots of the episode are just like these uh from underground you know Pam digging up and transplanting the rose. It's just like mm-hmm. you get the shot from underground th- out through the hole that she just dug and then her replanting the plant in the pot and it's just like such a cool shot. And there's mm. a, a a few of these in there, especially with like shadows and stuff.
1: Ah, oh, it's just like, who thinks of this for a cartoon? It
2: just yeah.
3: seems
1: so amazing. Yeah. There were some really good backgrounds in this one as well. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, Amanda pointed out cause you know, she's got the photographer's eye, the, uh, the, the sort of lighting effects that they did, the, sh- the shadowing and stuff they did mm-hmm. when the, uh, greenhouse starts catching fire and everything goes all red.
2: <laughs> That's really cool.
1: And the way the lighting uh, yeah. changes and it's amazing. Even it's really good like, work. The, the prison at the end when we get sort of the epilogue of her like the the ironic ending where she's in the very prison that she opposed mm-hmm. like she sh- she should be an arkham first of all because she's not well no but i, I get yeah. it that's what this story needs um but the establishing shots of the prison where you you like th- there's that exterior shot as matt pointed out it looks like a boat it does it absolutely <laughs> does it does. looks <laughs> like there's a battleship out there in gotham harbour <laughs> And but as as we push in and you see the fucking that that classic art deco and then we go down this spiral madness staircase Mm -hmm. and it's like oh my this looks like the best adaptation of a Kafka book like ever (laughs) this is just such like stark grim noir ass fucking you know it's and it's a shot of a prison yeah the bad guy went to jail there's no real reason for it to be beautiful other than I don't know we could and Mm. look yeah. I mean, this whole show is beautiful, really. Yeah, yeah but... it is. But every now and then there's like an extra little flair. It's like, yeah. sometimes I get it. Sometimes you want to show off like, I don't know, Poison Ivy's pretty. And they drew her, like like I said, her model is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that makes sense. But putting extra loving care into the prison, other than just, I don't know, because I'm a good artist and they asked me to draw a prison and that's what came out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no story reason for it. It's just, it's just beautiful. That's like Just all I said it more was put
2: iron bars in, but like mm-hmm. know, a little above and beyond here, Bill. <laughs> yeah, bricks <laughs> bars, that's it. You yeah, know? prison.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Matt, what do you got for a good thing?
2: Uh, so, the same sort of the the flashback that opens the episode um, that that Bob was talking about. There's actually a really good part where you've got Bruce and uh, uh, Harvey like, sort of breaking ground on the new prison, and it's like, and here's to a better, safer Gotham. And then we do the flash-forward, and the the, t- the title Chiron comes up, and it says, a better, safer Gotham, five years later. <laughs> yeah, and
1: you're just looking at this ugly slab of prison. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's good irony. Yes, very much so. You know, I
3: I just realized it kind of looks like Minas Tirith, too. I think that's What's the that? right thing. From Lord of the Rings, The that one, ah. the... the thing that's built into the side of the
1: mountain but it's got that well, big i'm not familiar but i feel like most people probably don't mm. all right
2: what well
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i believe um
1: you. yeah I'm, I'm trying not to be shitty about a thing most people like i'm just <laughs> i don't know what you mean this time it's <laughs> um, a big fortress that's all ah, well this this did it first. I can say that, unless like unless the Lord of the Rings, like movie based it on a sketch Tolkien did or something. Like yeah, this. I, I don't know.
2: Peter Jackson watched Batman animated series, going, I should put that in three movies. I, that, <laughs> I
1: mean, I it would not surprise me in the least to to learn that like an entire generation of directors like took copious notes watching this show. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Guillermo del Toro is another one. Like, ooh, I could use that. Uh-huh. I could use that. <laughs> abrams like all all the guys who are sort of like big now or got big in the last like ten years, sure, probably just like, ooh, yeah, I'll just steal that. maybe I'll get to make a Batman movie one day <laughs> I mean, they're
2: making enough of them, mm-hmm, and yet, huh, when was the last good Batman movie? uh it depends on whether or not you like uh uh Dark Knight Rises okay no i I <laughs>
3: Are love Dark Knight like, rises? So what are you I? talking about?
0: Please don't. It's a great movie. <laughs> God
2: damn it. With a great, with a great character voice that never gets old.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, there's another uh, thing to recommend the, Har- the Harley Show for you because uh, their <laughs> bane sounds like that, and they think it's hilarious.
2: Good, it is excellent. <laughs> it's really, nope. not in
1: the
2: least. Uh, what else? Uh, Batman fights the cactus.
1: Yeah, he does do that. <laughs> That's the thing that happens. Um, mm-hmm. uh, hmm. I will, I will also, while we're, while we're talking about him fighting plants, I will go with my kid lo- kids love Batman moment. Which is, okay, kids probably wouldn't pick up on this. But the, the big sort of Audrey II man-eating plant looks real, real, um, what's her name? Georgia O'Keefe, if you if you get what I'm saying, <laughs> like a lot, huh. looks like a vagina is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Do you find the plant vaginal, Jeffrey?
1: <laughs> Look, it's not a Rorschach test. It's it's shaped like a vagina. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things in nature are so. <laughs> yeah, I know. And anytime anything is vaguely cylindrical, my wife descends into a giggling fit because it looks like a penis yeah, so, you know.
3: right. <sighs> oh i like um, i like that she called her antidote rose from the dead oh god
1: <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's that's not a bad one that's pretty good i also i
3: thought like some of the shots of the greenhouse it looked very much like the layout of the greenhouse of the uh the uh, spacecraft Valley Forge in Silent Running. I don't know if you've Ooh. seen that. It's like
1: I they. Have. I didn't remember the ship was called that, but I do know that
3: one. Yeah, like they send a bunch of forests up into space to save them from the horrible Earth now.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude's like a space hippie, and he spends a lot of his time just tending this massive like biosphere thing. It's actually one of the influences of uh, the the concept of MST3K. Like, yeah, Joel said, "Oh, a guy stranded in space. Okay, I could use that."
2: <laughs> Or oh, totally if we had to watch crappy movies all the time with two mm-hmm. robots.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that guy was kind of a jerk as I recall. <laughs> kind of an eco-terrorist, as I recall, actually. Yeah. Mm. Bring so all it all back. That around. was deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I didn't uh didn't make that connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh anything else? Uh
0: Mm,
3: I, you know, I, do we ever find out why Ivy is so protective of plants? Like, why is she so focused on that to the point of
1: almost insanity? People, people like plants. I mean, the fact, the fact that she's a botanist is usually like, at least in old comics, that's enough, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, this show might get more, you know, into the psychological. We part haven't of it, quite mm-hmm. gotten
2: into the, she is an actual plant part yet, but uh...
1: oh. is that, is that in this show?
2: I think so. Yeah, the I believe her redesign oh. is part of that when they do that in season three.
1: But she might, huh. like, that might be, like, a thing she does to herself, though. I think so. It's uh. not like she's a mutant or whatever no. who was born with, like, plant powers. Like, no. she's just sympathetic and then gets carried away. Yeah.
2: Right now, she's just a lady.
1: Yeah. A lady named Pam. A lady <laughs> named Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a perfectly fine name, but when Batman is, like, fighting you and screaming out, Pam! It's gotta stop, <laughs> Pam! Yeah. <laughs> a little much. Yeah, I just felt like she was
3: made out to be a little of a nut in this one. Like, she's so yeah, crazy yeah. about plants, so I was just hoping there was something deeper behind that.
1: There might be, but I don't think yet. Fair enough. mm all right uh i do i did have a hey it's that guy for for voices um uh jobbing voice actor neil ross who if you look him up on like imdb has hundreds and thousands of of credits just like you you know him from every cartoon ever i know he's best known to me as uh, shipwreck from gi joe Mm. playing he plays the doctor who treats harvey dent that's i was like oh i know i know that one who is that guy oh and i had to look it up i i didn't spot him because he's he's a pretty good vocal chameleon
2: i gotta do uh, something to save harvey dent Mm-hmm. <laughs> Swabies. Isn't that right, <laughs> Parrot I own?
1: See, that's why I thought Christian Slater should have grown a beard and played shipwreck in the G.I. Joe mm-hmm. movies, but nobody listens to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's fine, that franchise is about due for a reboot. Uh,
1: it should have been sillier. Mm.
2: Alright. Anything else?
1: Nope. I know we're stalling because now nope. no. we gotta talk is, about the <laughs> underdwellers. The but, underdwellers sucks. Well, why don't you tell us, Matt? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe your summary will win me over. Mm, well, mm-hmm. let's find
2: out together. Okay. Quiet evening in Gotham City as Batman rescues a pair of idiot children from playing on a train. Remember, kids, it's never cool to play. It's, it's never cool to play around railroad tracks, and stop all the downloading. Meanwhile, a small boy in a green cloak and definitely not a leprechaun steals a purse from Hollywood legend Margaret Dumont. I say a small boy and and not a leprechaun because the episode seems to think it's really important that we think that it is a leprechaun. It isn't. At all. That's not even a question. Anyway, the leprechaun, mm, excuse me, small boy, takes the purse into the sewer where it's put into a pile with other various stolen riches. Here is the dwelling of the sewer king. Possibly the shittiest Batman villain I've ever seen, and I have seen some turds in my life. (laughs) Sewer King is a weird prick dressed in Victorian finery who waves a stick and yells at children. He has trained a small army of said children to steal for him and tend to his mushroom farm, while he eats massive chickens in front of them in between periodic temper tantrums. The Joker this guy is not. Like, he's not even hush. Anyway... Batman investigates the site of the leprechaun crime and finds a bunch of doors marked, but where the sewer cleaning. This door is correct, assuming that you do not enjoy the screeching of a becloaked ninny. (laughs) Batman stumbles across a single child whom he returns to Wayne Manor so that Alfred can deal with him. The kid spends most of the rest of the episode wearing sunglasses and stealing Batman's silverware. I was shocked that he was not revealed to be Jason Todd. (laughs) Kid eventually leads Batman back to the Sewer King's lair, and Batman gets a look at what exactly the King has been up to. He is not happy. At all. So then Sewer King arrives and screams some more, and then Batman has to battle his battalion of sewer gators on loan from Peter Pan and the Pirates across the street at Fox. There's a great moment where we think Sewer King has been eaten by his gators, but no such luck, so Batman has to be satisfied with punching the King in the face many, many times. But we don't get to see it, so I'm sad. The episode ends with Batman looking proudly at all the missing boys and girls being put into the child care system where I'm sure everything will go great for them.
1: Ooh, that, that went dark. <laughs> I don't know. Also, when I, when I glanced at your summary before you started reading it, I, I'm surprised you didn't go with the delivery. A quiet evening in Gotham City. I do. I have
2: to <laughs> not do that every, every time I, I start a summary now, I think about that. I know it's hard not to. It's just like all you got to do is write, Meanwhile, in Gotham City, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so who would play the sewer king in the '66 version? Somebody <gasps> like that would make him kind of cool, probably, right?
2: I, like, I, who's a weird guy that screams rip, all the time?
1: Rip, Rip Taylor. Yeah, I was weirdly, I was thinking exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, thing. I think it's got
2: to be Rip Taylor. <laughs> Beware my sewer confetti,
1: Batman. <laughs> 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 it went a little Charles Nelson Riley there. Yeah, well. Or uh Paul Lind or uh, every confirmed bachelor wink from the sixties and seventies. Was Charles Nelson Riley
2: ever <laughs> on Batman sixty six? He should have been.
1: He absolutely should have been. I I I, I don't, don't care know. as who. No, doesn't matter. Unless mm. it's the sewer king, because this guy sucks. <laughs>
2: he sucks so much. Oh, this guy where? is literal trash. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's literal shit. He lives where Poop lives. He lives where Poop is. Like, uh,
2: just, uh. Lives where poop is. <laughs> Beware of my yes. domain.
1: Well, I almost said where Poop lives. It was like, wait, Poop isn't alive. Come on, Al. Get it together. <laughs> also, Bob, you need to go like two registers
2: higher for it. Beware my
0: domain. There you go. <laughs> I'm an abomination.
2: Almost into Cobra Commander territory. <laughs> he,
1: he He is. Weirdly enough. Is it the same uh, actor? No. Oh. This is Michael Pataki, uh, who was Korax in The Trouble with Tribbles, the first Klingon in Star Trek to speak. Uh, oh. he's the guy who said, I want the Enterprise hauled away as garbage. Garbage. Which, <laughs> which we quote endlessly on the Star Trek show, like from ten years ago when we reviewed that episode up till now. Garbage. So, that was that was and you know, not bad. Also, uh, looking up like interesting voice stuff, it was pretty interesting to note this episode had the smallest credited cast of the entire DC animated universe with only four names listed.
2: That makes a lot of sense because this episode oh. feels weirdly quiet.
1: Yeah, it's the kids don't talk. And yeah. um a lot you, of got, the... you got Batman and Alfred, you got the old lady who gets mm. her purse stolen, Woo-hoo. and then you got the sewer king, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, leprechaun. I think the kid says something at the very end and he doesn't get credited because
2: I don't know why, but that's it. So Well, and it's not just that. It's, there's also there's a lot of chunks of this episode where there's just no music. See... If they had done that, if, say,
1: like, the whole third act had just been quiet, like, completely silent, like, maybe, Mm. I don't know, they're over the main train station and the trains are just rumbling by nonstop and you can't hear anything, Mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, and the kids already don't talk. That could be an interesting sort of artistic flair on a dull episode.
2: No, instead they took the artistic flair of having the sewer king just scream hysterically and constantly. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, here's my quote.
1: Okay. (laughs) Ah! That's that's one example <laughs> among many. <laughs> Exhibit A for the prosecution, we're going to run out of letters. <laughs> uh, but he screams because he cares. Mm. Does he though? He, mean, cares he cares so about deeply
2: something. I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs> he definitely gives the kids that, that standard like abuser rap of like no one loves you but me, and I do this because I care yeah, okay. I, after okay. all I've done for you. you. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Just the worst. Who else
2: dresses you in urchin rags and feeds you <laughs> mushrooms? Dresses
1: you apparently <laughs> to look indistinguishable from a leprechaun.
2: What? <laughs> I've pulled up a picture of a leprechaun so you know what to look like. <laughs> it's, it's my, my colleague card. Dress. What's that? It's my colleague card. <laughs> Hoi ta toy I, I think you could do better than that, sir. Gross, ca- gross cape. Torn pants. 100% leprechaun. <laughs> Should we dance a
1: jig or something? No. Yes, a
2: merry jig. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: they look like like they're cosplaying as the specter like that's the yeah. only green they're wearing is this sort of tattered olive green cloak it's nothing like a leprechaun
2: well it's I... so it's such a weird runner like like was the original
0: yeah,
1: the old lady saying it makes sense cuz i don't know she's an old out of touch lady that says dumb stuff yeah. but i've mm-hmm. never
2: seen a child before <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or in, in her circles, that's an insult because she's old enough to remember when there were signs up that said no Irish. Uh-huh. Like, oh. you know, something like that.
2: <laughs> but, like, later Batman says, Leprechaun. Alfred, Alfred what's I your... think I saw
1: a leprechaun.
2: <laughs> Alfred, what's your take on this leprechaun deal? <laughs> well, sir... I saw a leprechaun once. He told me to burn things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that's a Simpsons yeah. thing. Yeah, oh. Um... <sighs> Ralph Wiggum would have been a better super villain than this guy. Sure mm-hmm. would have. That's, this
3: is actually my bad thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> if you want me to jump in here. Yeah. Uh, please do. He's, he is exactly Fagan from Oliver Twist and mm-hmm. like, okay, he has alligators, but otherwise it's like they just stole him out of the book and didn't even update him at all for whenever the hell this series takes place. Mm-hmm but no visually he he st- he even looks like he belongs in like the mid 1800s right no. yeah so it's just uh is this is this from an
1: actual comic or something
3: no this... they okay. this
2: is one this is the first character they 100% made up for the show
1: oh cool i if you were anyone else i'd say are you sure about that there's a lot of batman comics but you probably know <laughs> i trust matt yeah <laughs> Yeah, me too this guy sucks <sighs> so bad i i swear I may be misremembering, but I don't think I am. That they use this uh, this idea at least once more huh. in, in the course of the DC animated universe. They they really like this idea. I feel and like I don't you're know right. Why. It might have been Batman Beyond, actually. Mm.
2: was not there like
1: maybe I don't know.
2: I want to say there was a guy called like the Rat Catcher or something.
1: Rat well, there's catcher. a rat kid who's got <laughs> like a, a yeah. He's got he's like mutated or he just looks like a rat. Also or something. known as Rat Boy. They basically do the movie Ben, but like uh oh in the Batman Beyond world. Ah. He's got a lot of rat friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got a got a crush on the prettiest girl in school and he has a rat bringer like a Rose and it's all like uh, weird and gross and yeah, that's, that's, it's not that's, even that's... a bad episode. I Can he kick? <laughs> that was the remake though. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um yeah, my bad thing was just that there was boring like it sure fucking was I I seriously don't mind when they do a grounded episode where there's no nobody with powers or nobody with like a a cool sci-fi aspect or whatever like if he's if Batman's dealing with some sort of more regular everyday kind of thing like homeless children conceivably there's a there's a world where you can make an interesting story out of that but this is not that Mm -hmm. like
3: what you didn't find it exciting when the uh, the kid put on glasses
1: and slid down the stairs he he basically should have made the hang 10 gesture and there should have been, like, a guitar sting on the on the soundtrack. Yeah, like,
2: that, he looked like every member of the Burger King Kids Club. Me,
1: yes, meow. thank you. <laughs> I was trying to put my finger on exactly what kind of radical kid he looked like, and that's it. <laughs> well. Oh, he's the worst. No kid
2: was more radical than the Burger King Kids Club. Yes. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, that was... and. I get like I I snickered a couple of times I did at mm. the inherent comedic premise of you know stuffy Alfred having to deal with this kid stealing stuff and and wrecking up the place and all mm-hmm. that that was it was a cute idea and they got a couple of good gags out of it but it went on for a really long time yeah. <laughs> yeah. and also this bat like this version of Batman and later they'll sort of retcon it like right now he's still got some some soul in him and later he just becomes this empty husk he knows what joy but, is. Yes, the the <laughs> fact that he's down in the Batcave doing his detective stuff, but he's kind of listening in on Alfred and and realizing he's suffering and kind of smirks like it's it's a jerk move, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny.
2: <laughs> Not my problem. Yep,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a well known bachelor who is never going to have children. This is your problem. <laughs> also, I could pay for a nanny if it came to it, mm-hmm. but uh... nuts yeah. to that. Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah. But since we're doing bad things, Matt, what do you got?
2: Why why in the (laughs) Lord's fuck does Batman, Batman of all people, have a giant room full of fucking guns in his house? There's a scene in this episode where the kid runs off and goes into this big room in Wayne Manor, and it's just full of guns on the wall. And not just like like blunderbusses and like well he
1: that's what he picks up is like a revolutionary war musket or whatever but you you pointed out in the background you could actually yeah, see yeah in like
2: the background there's, there's these walls with like massive fucking like GI Joe ass looking assault rifles just on the wall is Batman probably well, the think... number one not liker of guns
1: yeah i mean if you say what fictional character famously doesn't like guns anyone who knows <laughs> batman is going to say well batman right batman and mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm
2: i remember I... <laughs> A <laughs> couple of years back, uh, someone posted to whoever was writing uh, Batman at the time, I'm real sick of you putting your anti-gun agenda in this Batman comic. I, what? <laughs> what? Jeez.
0: I, yeah.
1: <sighs> well, if there's one thing I do know, Matt, it's those assault rifles there, the AR-15s. The AR definitely stands for assault rifle. D- good. That is an unmistakable fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gun people hate it when you say that. <laughs> good fuck gun people. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you said it yourself right here. They're the weapon of the enemy.
2: We do not need them. It's a great line yes. from fucking uh, Dark Knight Returns.
1: Yeah, and then he snaps the fucking rifle in half.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Very
2: good. Batman's great. Guns I mean, suck. That's,
1: that's like the first, I don't know, three minutes of Batman Beyond where I was like, ugh, Batman in the future where he's a teenager? Come on. Mm-hmm. And then first we see like sort of old Bruce like as Batman and the only way he can like stop some criminals is to pick up a gun and he does it. And then he's like, Jesus, I can't, what it like the way they animate him, like just the, the terror, Uh like just that moment where he's like, that's it. And that's when he hangs up the the suit and stops being Batman. That's really good. Actually you get, Mm. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I was so skeptical about that show Mm -hmm. and in the first three minutes, they just got it. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's going to be about like why he quit and why he's broken now. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it's about guns because he hates them so mm-hmm. much. So, yeah. Okay, did anyone manage to scrape up any kind of good thing out of this?
2: That man wrestles a bunch of alligators in this one. That was good times <laughs> for me. <laughs>
1: uh. And then when he's done, that
3: was my good thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Because he literally he literally says later to a gator.
2: <laughs> oh. Now you know what, Bob? We might be wrong. This might be a good episode, actually. <laughs> okay.
1: I think that's a groaner, but I will give it credit. He didn't say later, Gator. You had to make that last connection yep. yourself. So yeah. I'll give them props there for not, like, pointing a big neon arrow at it. But, okay, half credit at least. Later.
3: two things i know about
2: batman he loves making puns and he loves making them to nobody (laughs) i mean again
1: this batman early in his career still has a little bit of joy Mm -hmm. like we said then having to train a bunch of ungrateful children later just sucks it out of him i guess i mean you know dick Barbara, tim it's just it's too much man (laughs) Uh, my good thing is actually, I do like the Batman has a soft spot for kids. He when like when he sees the one, he's like, "Well, this sucks. I need to take care of him." Yeah. And then when he goes back and he sees like a dozen of them, say, like, "What? What the? What the actual fuck is happening in my city right now?" Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I, no. I
2: love that he's so fucking mad. Yeah, like you know, he gets no, in legit. and he just sort of sees the condition the kids are all living in, and he's just like, Ooh. "Yeah, like."
1: even even a crummy episode of the show and you know we're only 6 in but it's the worst one so far sure um like has moments where it's like oh you really get this character and that was one of them yeah. where it's like he he just he he doesn't stand for it and i love that
3: and in that shot too he's like underlit so he looks even more monstrous mm-hmm. just
1: really angry mm-hmm. yeah there's a couple of points where once again we have to read between the lines because it's a kids show but it sure seemed clear he wanted to straight-up murder the, the sewer king. Oh, mm. yeah. And, you know, I would have been okay with that. <laughs> that,
2: that would have been fine,
1: honestly. We don't need a, an ambiguous no body, no death. Is he going to come back, question mark, with this guy?
2: <laughs> they had that moment where, like, the alligators, like, attacking him. I'm just like, yes, wait, seriously? Yeah.
1: But then it's no, like,
2: then- yoo-hoo.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've talked about this already, though. A lot of times when things happen in the show, my brain just says, okay, well, that's where it's supposed mm. to end. Yeah. Then standards and practices said, you can't have a guy eaten by alligators. But
2: I want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, don't know. I
1: think. I think it was always meant to be a fake out because he, you know, he's got alligator friends.
2: Sure. They're actually his friends. Uh-huh. Man, I sure do love hanging out with this guy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: They come and dress him every morning like Snow White. Yep.
2: <laughs> I'm the prettiest princess.
1: <laughs> got his cloak in their giant alligator jaws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I want to hand you your glasses, but I have these stubby alligator arms. You got to bend down, boss. <laughs> what, they can't fly around magically, <laughs> sprinkling pixie think, dust on him? <laughs> I think one of them, like, worked up his hind legs so he can
2: stand, but that's it. <laughs> I just picture him st- like, as they're dressing it, he's horridly screeching out once upon a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Someday my prince will come. <laughs> Ugh. Just the
1: worst. Uh-huh. Oh. Just terrible. The worst. Yeah. I honestly, like, I don't remember every single episode of the show, but I remember a lot of it, and I can't think of a villain who's worse. There might be one, mm-hmm. but this is an early contender.
2: Yeah. I when mean, this is all least... over, we can rank them, and he can live in the fu- at the fucking bottom where he belongs.
1: Yeah, like he chose to. He he proclaimed himself king of the sewer. He wants to be there.
2: <laughs> no one else seemed to want the title.
1: <laughs> one day, these children will steal me a king hat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> king hat. <laughs>
0: crown? You mean crown? Like crown. Like crown.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not my joke. Still one of the funniest bits ever. Uh... <laughs> Uh what else
3: There are the the kids are so used to being in the dark that uh for torture the uh sewer king locks one of the kids in a r- little room with a fluorescent light. Yeah, I'm not real and clear I,
2: on uh Enjoy your vitamin D, my little uh, friend. I
3: really sympathize with that kid though. I hate fluorescent lights too.
2: Mm. <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, if you think about it, that's legit brutal. Like, yeah. the fact that they've been living in the... Like, that is, that is is straight-up mm-hmm. torture. That is that is something you do, you know, when you're trying to, like, torture information out of someone or something. It's terrible. Yeah. And it's not good. And that's why, you know, we joked about the kid wearing sunglasses, but that's why he was. But then at the end, they come up out of the sewer and they look up, and for the first time in ever, the sun is shining in Gotham, because it's always night in Gotham. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, good, the sun. I look directly at it. <laughs> really? A candle blinded you earlier, and you're
2: just going to stare. Okay. Yep. All right. Blinded. Oh, no, my eyes. Who would have seen this coming?
1: <laughs> Who raised you? Oh, right. <laughs> All right. You know what? Never mind. It, it, fair. Fair. All right. I mean, I am a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know how much they hate light. I, I don't know. Well, they like huh? rainbows. But that's not the same thing uh we we did have a moment where the Batmobile has a new uh hide in a dumpster function
2: it's yeah this is not as good as the uh the armor that it displays in batman eighty
0: nine
1: yeah uh there's there's some other clever like hide the Batmobile devices throughout the series, but uh yeah the the fake dumpster not one of them <laughs> I thought it was fun, yeah yeah all right
3: fair enough, I don't know, I just like it when you know there's weird camouflage. No, I do too,
1: but just because the episode was garbage, garbage, <laughs> garbage, and they just put his car in a trash two can on the like... nose. Yep, exactly.
2: The thing is, between the two episodes, we get two different shots of the Batmobile. There's the one where it's a, it's disguised as a dumpster and the one where it's just parked outside of a building. And I much prefer when it's just parked like a regular car. I mean, he's got to like, what's he going to hide it first? Like sometimes he's in a hurry.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like as long as three cars, though. Yeah. There is there is some weird perspective, like, shots. Like, I never get a clear idea of how big the Batmobile is supposed to be, because sometimes it does look like a fucking, like, stretch limo times five, and oh, yeah. sometimes it looks like a sedan. Hmm. Like, it's, you know, the show is so beautiful most of the time, it's weird that, like, the Batmobile goes off model from time to time. Maybe it actually changes yeah, that is certainly possible. If, if it can turn into a a dumpster. Why not? Maybe the Batmobile is actually Plastic Man. <laughs>
2: I need a slightly longer car for this part of my mission. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Plastic Man's like, I'm on it. Maybe don't, yeah, maybe not. Do don't, maybe don't make the noise. I'm gonna.
2: <laughs> Can't help it. I don't like working with plastic man. <laughs> Uh, no one does. Else? Yeah,
1: well, he's better than the sewer king. I mean, slightly. Mhm.
3: I'm I'm going to mention this just because it's my first time on show. Mm-hmm. the show. The sure. opening, oh god, yeah. it's so uh-huh. so gorgeous, but the, the especially one, the police blimps are just Awesome. An amazing touch. I love this so much. But mm-hmm. th- a moment when uh, Batman is punching one of the thugs on the rooftop and his hat just flies off and bounces in this particular way that I love.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: That's it. <laughs> it's it's, okay. it's gorgeous. No, and then you you pointed out that um, when they're tied up near the end of the sequence, he's got his hat back on. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I can only assume it's because, well, we're in the 40s. You can't go anywhere, even prison without a hat. Yeah. Except it's not the 40s, but it might be. I mean, who knows? <laughs> this week it's the 1800s, mm-hmm. but uh, oh. now it's got to be I... like, oh man, yeah. When does no, this I've take tried... place? <laughs> yeah, how ago is this? I've, I've tried to parse that several times, like because he's got a computer that can do voice recognition, which has only really been a thing for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, mm. I mean, I know Bob, you personally had a <laughs> Windows <laughs> oh, <no>. 3.1. <laughs>
3: I'd voice recognition
1: parrot Yes, around this time. Don't talk nonsense.
3: Yep, that's the one. <laughs> wow, that was, yeah, that was real bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: Icon. That's why I, I, that's why I resisted. <laughs> I mean, what, what you were thinking was, this is cool new future tech that's actually available now. I want to play with this. Yes. I, I could see that, <laughs> but it didn't work very well, and so... Going forward when it's like, your phone can do voice recognition now. I'm like, no, it can't. <laughs> I know what that looks like. <laughs> it looks like me yelling at my computer <laughs> over Icon! and over. Uh-huh. and <laughs> getting getting, like we all would, endlessly more frustrated with it. <laughs> Just open the folder. I could click it. No, no, no. You're going to open it for me. <laughs> I can <sighs> oh, Those were the days. were they well they were days they were some days (laughs) that's true Uh,
2: anything else I think that's
1: everything very well and we did the quote Mm -hmm. yes yes we did yes all right I suppose that's all for this time. All right. Bob, is there anything you would like to tell the people? Uh, I'm unemployed, so if you want to hire me, <laughs> yeah, give feel free. A job. <laughs> I mean, you say that in a joking way, but you never know. Like, yeah. every now and then, yep. some weird networking connection happens. So, like, what do you do? Like, I've, what what I, are you looking for?
3: I've been doing uh, video production for gosh like twenty four years now um mm-hmm. but I've also been working on learning development and I would love to have a more technical role this time around so if you need a Mac or iOS development that sort of thing then uh hit me up. I'm Bob Tiki on Twitter
2: yeah
1: excellent. Anything else you want to uh plug or mention or mm, not for now. have you I'm very well all right well we are also on Twitter. I'm at Algar Matt is at robotmat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still don't have a dedicated email address I am still going back and forth on whether whether we even need one but if you do want to contact us uh, you can use the other show's email for now it is postatomichorror at gmail uh, we, we will read it we will answer you uh, I just like I said I don't know on the other show we do sort of a mailbag episode every now and then maybe we'll do one here I, I haven't yeah. decided yet hmm. uh, the website is kidslovebatman.com mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's all for this time yeah see
2: ya folks
0: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit KidsLoveBatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at Patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.